already. You're... All right, here we go. Here we go. Hello, welcome to the Rocks. What the? <laughs> welcome to the Rocks Roots podcast. It is ninety-two degrees and eight o'clock in the PMs. Yeah, it it's is hot as fuck. It is massive heat advisory. I stupidly attempted to climb on my roof today and abandoned that plan quickly. But we just got done with a training session for Half Dome. That's right. We were going to go to, if anyone knows of North Jersey, the Palisades Cliffs, which overlooks the Hudson River and the New York City metropolis piece of shit place. Um, just kidding. And, uh, no, but... don't just kid. It is. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's a cardinal. Oh, probably so hot. Anyway, uh, we we were thinking about doing it, but then I said, you know what? It's nearly 100 degrees. Maybe this wouldn't be a good idea. Let's go to the gym and run the treadmill. And so we did. We had an awesome run. Next week, I will get you out in the heat because we do need to practice that. I've been practicing that. I went out in the 95 degree weather Monday and I did four miles up hills. So yeah, if we are going to be in the Grand Canyon, which was 114 today, Mm -hmm. next week we need to get out and get you experiencing some heat. You know what today I, I, I learned? I learned something. What did you learn? That the highest mountain, the tallest mountain in the world is not Everest. But it is a mountain in Hawaii. The Mauna Kea. Then why does Everest get the credit? Because it's above sea level. This mountain starts 14 or 16,000 oh, okay. feet <clears throat> below sea level. Alright, so it's in a dip. Gotcha. That's it's still cool. a 14,000 foot mountain above sea level, which is pretty cool. So overall, it's 32,000 feet. Which would make it the, the tallest, tallest mountain. <clears throat> but ever starts. That's pretty cool. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I bet there's going to be fucking idiots and limes trying to climb that shit now and people dying. Nah, it's only 14er. No, and I... they have like an, um, an ecological center on top. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. We'll, what we'll, are we... go, we'll go there in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to discuss Half Dome. Half Dome. Half Dome. Uh, if you've been following along, we are planning a Western trip, yeah. including Half Dome. In three weeks. In three weeks. Three weeks we'll be summiting. What what time is it over there right now? It come on, come on, what time? It is eight o'clock in California. No, I'm sorry, it's five o'clock in California. We would be done just about. I was gonna say we I... will be done. With we, Half Dome in exactly three weeks. We better be fucking done by five o'clock. <laughs> um, it takes about ten hours eh, for we've the done average it. person. Yeah. So, but we're not too average. We're better. <laughs> uh, we figure we're going to be doing Half Dome. We're going to be dipping inside the Grand Canyon. We're going to be doing Mount Wheeler in Nevada. Nevada. So we figured we, leading up to that, we would, as part of our own research, and then to educate you all, we would cover some of the details of the highlights. Crank has outdone himself yet again. <laughs> There's a list of like 20 facts <laughs> walking through this hike. Well, we may not do all of this, but... So, uh, today we're going to preview Half Dome. This is going to help with our own planning. Mm-hmm. 
And then if you guys are not aware or don't know about Half Dome, this will be educational for you as well. Indeed, so we will be arriving in Las Vegas on, I'm not going to tell you, uh, um, sometime next month <laughs> and traveling up to um, Yosemite from there. It's roughly a six hour drive from Las Vegas to the eastern entrance of Yosemite. We have uh, a tent cabin which as of right now we will not be staying in the first night we're trying to change that but to get anyone in yosemite on the phone is damn near impossible, impossible. <laughs> um so half dome half dome is nearly five thousand feet above the park so that's not its total elevation that's just the part that sticks up above the park <laughs> um its total elevation is 8,000 feet so that's gonna be the highest thing that I have ever climbed and then I'm gonna outdo yeah, that that's not too bad 8,800 <laughs> yes I'm gonna outdo that with Wheeler a couple yeah. days later that's a 13 right yes yeah, a 13. yep so um that'll be fun with the oxygen <laughs> or lack thereof yeah because above 11,000 feet you need to start watching for um hypoxia, hypoxia. so I've never dealt with that before, so we'll see. You might be uh, carrying me down the fucking mountain. <laughs> so, um, total elevation gain of 4,800 feet, which I was surprised. Mm -hmm. How so? I thought it would be more. Oh. We've done that before. And the thing is, it's over seven miles. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> it's a walk in the fucking park. The national park. Oh. Derp. Um, so, it is definitely doable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So I've kind of split this in my research up into three stages. So you start at Happy Isles Trailhead, and which is also, I didn't know this until I put this together, um, the, start, the start of the John Muir Trail. Yes, yeah, the northern terminus, ain't it? I was not aware of that. I knew we would be on the John Muir Trail, but I didn't know that it was the start. So that's pretty cool. And friends, this is how our brainstorming actually started. I said... Maybe we can do a portion of the JMT, and if I can get a permit for the JMT, let's give it a go. And then we got the permit, and then realized it was where the permit was was totally nowhere near the JMT terminus. It would have been a full <laughs> day's hike yeah. to the JMT. So that was dumb on my part. That's all right. We ended up, it ended up getting us to think about how we were going to make this work. Yes. Um, so... You start up the Mist Trail, which includes Vernal Falls. Um, lots of steps. This is, yep. it's called the Mist Trail because the falls spray shit all over the place. It's so, like made of the mist at Niagara <laughs> Falls. And same rules apply. Like don't, don't go swimming. Don't go in the falls. Don't whether slip. You're at, <laughs> yeah, whether you're at Niagara or on Vernal the Mist falls. Trail. So um, it is called the Mist Trail because it is slippery when wet. Um, <laughs> so Vernal Falls is 317 feet. Um, and in 2005, which we were just saying, don't play around, there's an idiot who climbed over and was fucking around, and now he's dead. So, well, he was, you know, was asking for it. Yeah. I, that's natural. Every life counts. Nope, not true. <laughs> That's a natural selection, <laughs> and I, if the, I don't think the Park Service should have been in any hurry if you're being that stupid. Um, 
We'll also see Nevada Fall, ah. which is 594 feet. And that is stage one, just going up the Mist Trail. And from what I understand, just, just that is a really cool hike. And a lot yeah. of people who don't want to do long distance or get really intense, they just do that. And it's a great fucking day. Cool. But that is only stage one for stage us. Stage uno. So stage two, you continue through Little Yosemite Valley, uh, which has 2,000-foot walls carved out by fucking glaciers. And um, Native Americans used to settle there. Yeah, I can see why. Yeah. Um, near water. Near water, shade, natural protection. protection. Mm -hmm. So, which brings up, where I'm going to write an episode just so you're aware and our audience is aware. Oh, okay. I have been listening to Darwin. Ah, Darwin on trail. And as you're aware... We don't like him. <laughs> as you're aware, he has stopped his YouTube channel and no longer does gear reviews, no longer does videos of his hikes. He switched over to a podcast and a film company. And he has... He's like the social justice warrior for trails. For hiking, yes. Yeah. Um, he's done episodes criticizing businesses who don't also, besides the taxes that they pay, donate to public lands. He's called on every single hiker to donate um, to the um, ATC. and to pub I'm going to get into it, but yeah, it pisses me off. The ATC. And one of the things that it pisses me off is his love of public lands. They're public because they were stolen from private property owners and Native Americans. I'm going to get into a whole thing because it pisses me off. But um, that's a prime example. Like Craig's has a rant. Yes. I'm, I'm going on a side rant here. Oh, shit. Um, Yosemite used to belong to Native Americans, and we fucking took it, which sucks. Um, so anyway. Reparations given back. No. <laughs> That's not the solution. <laughs> but uh, Half Dome splits off from the John Muir Trail, so... The jimped. If we decide not to do Half Dome and just want to keep walking for 200 miles... Shut your mouth. Oh, well... I mean, there is that. <laughs> we'll see y'all in three and a half weeks. <laughs> yep. Call home. <laughs> Honey, I know you're already mad about this trip, but... I'll be fired from yes. my job. <laughs> um, Alright, so... And that leads us to... Really? There's only two miles then from to... the end of stage two? Yep. So Whoa. where that splits, yeah. it's only two miles. Now, I'm not sure if that's two miles to the summit or two miles to, to the subdome. The sub okay. Well, whatever it is. I mean, from the subdome to it's the, not the very top, far. it's not very far. It's only about seven miles one way. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's... It's just the elevation. That's exactly and what and I then... said about Matt Adams. So we know what the fuck happened to that this past weekend. Well, you and I do, but <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. I DNF'd Mount Adams and pissed off. Which is why we are, are training extra hard for yeah. this. Yes. So... Uh, the subdome is a shit ton of granite stairs that were built in 1919. Thank you. No cables. Okay. Some people consider this more scary and more difficult than the cables and half dome. I believe it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I do have acrophobia, which I know will be kicking in. I should be fine because there is closure as long as I look down. My acrophobia only kicks in when I'm... There's 
I don't have a sense of closure. We well, should get you like a visor, so then you can lower the visor down. Like a horse. Like yeah, like, exactly. So you can only see the stairs. Okay. Like Jedi training, <laughs> like the stupid helmet and, and the little kids. Star Wars. The- yes. <laughs> um, they all died. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so the subdome. Um. Okay, so that is the subdome. So, <clears throat> subdome itself takes 40 to 60 minutes to complete. Okay. Then you get to the cables. The cobbles. Which are at a 45 degree angle. So, that's about, that's steeper than your stairs at home, only by a little bit. I think the average incline of a set of stairs in a domestic house is about 35 degrees. Okay. Um, so, a little steeper, but no stairs. There's cables. Um, that lift up. Yes, that lift up. The, <laughs> from what I understand, the poles sit in the holes. The hole. <laughs> it runs. <Yes. laughs> Derp. They're, they're not attached in any way, though, so you can pull them out. No, because they take them out during the winter months. Right. Yeah. Um, so don't be don't be stupid. up on them. Also, don't be stupid and do it in a storm because 1980, because metal oh, cables. Oh, damn it, we better have good weather. Oh, pray we have good weather, friends. Because the permit's only good for one day. Yeah. That would really fucking suck. That would. Well, that means we leave at like 2 a.m. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But, um, because. Watch just like the one day that it rains all <laughs> summer in fucking Yosemite. <laughs> the Mariposa fire out the yep. day. We climb. Have our done. hike out. <laughs> Just be shaking our fists. <laughs> Drowning our sorrows in pizza. No, we'll find a million other shorter hikes. Anyway. So 1985, two idiots decided to go up <laughs> in a storm and uh, got electrocuted because giant metal cables on top of a 8,000 foot mountain. Uh, lightning can be pulled from up to two miles away, and these fuckers got oh, really? barbecued. Ooh, yep. crispy. Yep. Um, obviously slippery when wet, so don't also try it if it's raining. But it's the cables themselves are really interesting because in 1870, the chief geologist for the state of California, California, California. It's um, not. It's not a dome. No, it's not. <laughs> it is a dome. It is a dome. <laughs> it's a hot dome. <laughs> so he predicted that Half Dome would remain untouched. That it would be one of the few places in Yosemite that would not be trodden upon by man because it was so inaccessible. Well, you also have to think that it's 1870. The Alps in Europe have literally just been climbed. Yes. Um, so I'll go into that story another time, but all, most of the Alps had been climbed during the 1860s and the Italian Alps as well. So there is a worldwide, because this five years later was something, so there is a worldwide, um, like... They were enjoying their mountaineering. It was yeah. a mountaineering boom in the mid-19th century. Which we've kind of seen a resurgence of with Alex Honnold, and yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. I did not know that. So the first person to actually summit this shit was George G. Anderson. He was a Scottish sailor that went up there, 
and uh, hooray for capitalism. He was like, if I build some sort of staircase, I could lead tours up here and make money. Capitalism is successful again. So he did. Um, barefoot, put tar on his feet so he would have a better grip. <laughs> and fucking um, drilled a hole, put the pole in, stood on the pole, and that's how he got up and summited, and that was the first set of cables. When uh, men were men. Yes. Uh, October 12, 1875. This was obviously not done in one day. I don't know how long it took him, but he got it done uh, October 12, 1875. So That was close call, because by that point, you're, you're getting snow. Yes. Um... All right, 1919 was the first set of actual cables that are there today. So this route is over 100 years old. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, the first woman that went up this shit was Sally Dutcher. So uh, she was the seventh person to ascend and the first woman. Huh. Um I think that was 1875 as well. It had to have been because she was the seventh person to go up. So he started leading tours. I'm assuming he did more than, might have been 1876. Because, yeah, you're right. October probably had to shut it down. So, uh, and then you know more about this. So I'm going to pass this over to you. Oh, yeah. 2008. Yeah, 2008. Alex Honnold of um, okay. El Capitan fame. He free soloed, which means he climbed El Capitan with no ropes, no aid whatsoever. He did a free solo of of Half Dome in 08. So roughly seven years, eight years before his El Cap solo. Um, and what's interesting about that is he had been rock climbing for many years by that point. Free soloed a bunch of different peaks uh, and mountains throughout the world. And he was kind of in a rush at that point to, to free solo, be the first to free solo Half Dome, the north and the north face of Half Dome. There was a couple of different routes you could take. Um, but the reason why he was rushed was because there was another gentleman who was slated to be the first to climb that north section of the face. However... Honnold knew that this guy would kind of cheat and not do part of the north face of the dome, but then scoot to an easier section that wasn't the north face and then go back to the north face and get to the top and call it the first free solo of the entire north face. No. So Honnold's like, fuck this. I will do it. And the guy's insane. He's done it. Uh, he lives to tell the tale. Um, he almost died. Yeah, oh, well, a couple times, yeah. On this one, though. Oh, there, is that right? Yeah, he got stuck. Uh, so there's a foothold. Um, he couldn't go back down. Mm -hmm. Going up, you have to put your entire weight on a foothold that's, yeah. like, the size of maybe like a quarter. A quarter. <laughs> um, and he froze for a while, and his limbs were about to give out, and he finally just went for it and and did it but that uh was probably the close at least that i'm aware of probably the closest that he's come to yeah, death i think so yeah um he had th the there is some sort of gene in these types of people who have no feeling of, of you know 
being afraid or, you know what, I can die at any time. He just did it. Yeah. Ugh. So. I'll leave that to him. Yes, we're going to use the cables. We'll use the cables. (laughs) Okay. And walk the valley. (laughs) So there are 68 poles to climb um, that the cables are strung between. Mm -hmm. And they are there because the route is worn completely smooth because people have been walking on it since 1875 and then in a touristy fashion since 1919. Mm -hmm. Um. So without the cables, people die. There's at least two people that die a year. I hope my mother doesn't listen to this before we go. <laughs> um, but That's going to be you and Cranky! <laughs> no. People die who try to do it when the cables are down. Oh, that's, yeah, when that's, people die. that's when people die. Yeah. There are no deaths when the cables are up. Or very... Kids few. climb this. Yes. I mean... We are going to be fine. So... You hear that, Ma? We're going to be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's it. And then you head back down. We are going to head back down the John Muir Trail uh, because the legs are going to be tired. I don't want to fuck around with wet steps on the mist trail with tired legs. Mm. I suck at going downhill anyway. Even our um, DNF of Mount Adams, you were pretty shot, and you still going downhill. I had to hustle to keep up with you. So combine us, we would make an awesome hiker because <laughs> I am amazing at climbing. All right, so um, yeah, that that's the hike. We will let you know if this goes as smoothly as we have laid out. Is there a shuttle that takes you to the trailhead? There is. Um, but probably not the time that we want to start. Correct. Okay. I think it's like seven. Fuck that. No, that's, that's way, way, way too, too late. late. So. We are going to be driving to the trailhead. Okay. Even if we have to drive right to the trailhead and park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. We'll drive up it. We'll do half the hike in the car. <laughs> I don't think our rented Jeep is, is going to do well on the mistrail. <laughs> mistrail. So, um, update on training. I have run 30 miles so far this month. Yarp. In varying conditions. Uh, uphills in 95 degree weather. Uh, I need to start doing more longer runs. Um, we did two miles up um, airline yeah. trail. I'm counting that as part of our training, even though oh, we, for sure. it was a DNF. It was still a, a pretty decent workout. It was 2,000 feet worth. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what have you been doing for training? I've been running. I've been yogaing. I've been surfing. So more static training um but definitely the running i added hills today with the running which didn't feel too bad i've been doing stairmaster which has been a big help more core work which we freaking need yeah i've been doing sit-ups pull-ups yep so we in a few weeks two weeks we have a a week and a half week and a half we have a fun little route (laughs) planned to kick our asses yes so we will update you on that um, so... Oh, open some nachos. Hmm. Not better the second time. Running four miles and then eating, eating nachos. nachos. Not necessarily advisable. Yeah, if you ever meet me, I like nachos. It's the <laughs> I, way to my heart. <laughs> I, I like wings, so if our podcast ever blows up and you want to get in our good graces... Nachos and wings. Nachos and wings. <laughs> We're cheap dates. 
All right, um, gear reviews real quick. Yes, you have an update on your Gossamer gear. So I wanted to get a new pack for our trip, and I've had such a great run with my Gossamer gear Mariposa uh, pack, which is an ultralight through hiker's backpack. A lot of people use it. It's been around for over 20 years. So many good reviews, and including mine. It's a great pack. So <laughs> I fell for the marketing gimmick, as I do with gear, and I got the retro, the limited edition 1980s colorway of their uh, Kona pack, which is 36 liters. And it, it's, it's an ultralight pack. There is no... Um, well, colors first. It's very okay. spangly. Oh, I call it spangly. For fuck's sake, it's purple. That's my color. Purple and black so all the there, way. That's, thank you for explaining that it is a retro pack. That makes sense now. There's no pocket for a water bladder on this thing. No, there's not. Which would retro because there was no water bladders in 1985. But there was also external packs in 1985. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, um, some stuff about that. There is no pocket for the bladder. Uh, which is okay. It just takes up more space in your main. Um, I mean, if I wanted section. to, I could just like sew a piece in there to yes. keep it in place. But um, there's the I love the hip belt pockets though. They are bigger. Um, there is an outer pocket on the face of the pack. There are two side pockets for water bottles, and there is of course where you close the pack. There is a zippered pocket there. So well, everything that the, um, yeah, I would say everything that the uh, Mariposa has. Okay. But smaller. However, the first time I took it out was our Sam's Point hike, just as a shakedown, and I fucking ripped the hip belt pocket because it's mesh and it's ultralight. So shit, I guess shit happens. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I just got it in the mail three days ago. So let me write Gossamer Gear. I wrote Gossamer Gear. Hey, is I just bought it. Is there any way you can just replace the hip belt? Because that is a separate piece. And I get an email back. That sucks. Tumbles. Um, we'll be happy to pay for the shipping of the glue. Was it... So the they glue? said that in... You know the email yeah. better than I do. I was so pissed. <laughs> in these situations, we recommend our repair tape. The repair tape. We yes. will reimburse the shipping, shipping cost of the repair tape. So I did a proverbial finger to my phone. They're like, you can do that or you can sew it. So this bitch sewed it. <laughs> I sewed my hip belt pocket. And it was a pretty good sew job, I have to admit. But I guess I will put tape on it and take Mariposa, I mean, I'm sorry, Gossamer Gear up on their offer to pay for the fucking shipping. So I'm sorry to say a kind of a fuck you to Gossamer That's Gear. That's really shitty. That is really shitty because it's a $200 pack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should have better customer service than that. And you had just purchased it. The least they could do yeah. within the first 30 days is replace a hip belt. So, yeah. But, um, that's what... I may be taking the boyfriend's pack instead for this trip, which is a Dakine pack. But what Dakine does is they take all the seconds of different companies 
So okay. like North Face, or I'm not going to say Gossamer Gear because I don't think they do ultralight, but um, all of the, like Patagonia and all of the other companies. So they, they buy out their stock and they put the Decline logo on there. Okay. All right. So I'm going to use one of his packs. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll go from there. All right. So I purchased. Fuck you, Cosmic. Um, yeah, that's really shitty. But that's ultra light is ultra fragile sometimes. So I do not go ultra light. Nope. I I go heavy. Osprey <laughs> is is heavy. They're heavy. My sixty five liter at most. The pack itself weighs like five pounds. <laughs> So, I picked up an Osprey Manta. It is 36 liters. I like it. I am in love with it. Osprey, um, it's sturdy. It's lighter than um, my Atmos. Um, yes. They, yes, it they've is. They've gotten a little bit better. It, okay. It's not, like, clunky. Um, it came with a 2.5 liter bladder and a rain cover so that is awesome um i like what osprey does with the ventilation so um where it rests up against your back is mesh but then the pack itself bows a little bit so that air can flow through there that was greatly appreciated it's only one size but has a shit ton of adjustability um, you can adjust, there's five different settings where you can adjust um, where the shoulders, um, the straps sit on the pack itself. It has load lifters that you can adjust. Um, I've taken it out twice and I am very, very happy. I also like, it's kind of a, I've never seen this before, it's kind of like a hybrid. It's a cross between an internal frame but then on the outside, it does have a very thin external frame. So you're getting the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. um, my only criticism, and this is the criticism that everyone has with this pack, is the hip belt is very thin. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be loading it up with 40 pounds of shit because the hip belt kind of sucks. Right. But um, I am very happy with my purchase, and that's what I'm going to be taking. Awesome. So, um, Ultra Lone peak six i'm rocking i picked those up for the trip they seem to have fixed the issue with the toe box it no longer comes apart yeah, the from lip, the, the uh, shoe tongue, the tongue, the, uh... um yeah where the tip of the toe. sole kind of wraps around to the top of the shoe yeah. that always used to come off it no longer does so they fixed that shit so I am very pleased with Ultra Lone Peak 6s. I think I'll be... I think it's my Ultra Lone Peak 5 high tops I'll be bringing. Okay. Awesome. Because I ain't bringing my lowers like I did for the TMB. That was no, miserable. No. You need wide no. toe box and... I was watching my videos last night. I'm like, fucking lowers. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so, that is all I have. That was um, very nice. Yeah. But I, there is a fire happening. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so one more little note about Yosemite. We are going in August, which is peak fire season. So please, once again, may there be no rain. May there be no fires to deter us from hiking this. Uh, right now, there is one f major fire in Yosemite by the, the great big sequoia trees in the southwestern portion of the park. The southern entrance to the park is closed. 
the Mariposa Grove where the sequoias are closed. A lot of the lodgings are closed down there. The fire is roughly 50% contained, so we're hoping by the time we go in a few weeks, that'll be put out. We're hoping that that's true. We're hoping no fires start anywhere else. <laughs> and that is where we're at. Okay. Awesome. I think that's it. Sweet. So find us on the socials. We're on Insta. We're on TikTok. We're on YouTube. And we're on Patreon. So please find us there. It's just the name of our podcast. We love you guys so much. Thank you for Lots listening. Lots of people listened to Tat's episode. We appreciate, we appreciate that. you. Yes, Tat is awesome. He is in Pennsylvania at the moment. Oh, okay. Cool. Yes. Um, he's making a joke about Dewey. But anyway. anyway. All right, y'all. This has been Crank and Tumbles. Till the next time. Ciao.